Welcome to Thinker's Tea with me, Talula Doherty, the show that delves into the minds of entrepreneurs, lifestyle gurus, basically anyone with impactful life lessons to share. So joining me today on Thinker's Tea is Remy Adesiva, who is a creative director, photographer, and we all know him from Africa's Next Top Model. You are our Nigel Barker, but hotter. <laughs> Am I hard to say that? Hotter than Nigel, definitely. I feel it's a, it's a vile and odious lie, but thank you. No, it's the truth. <laughs> if you don't lie, I don't lie. So nice to have you on the show. Thank you. Nice for, thanks for having me. You're welcome. So tell me, how did you um, start off? How did you get into photography? Were you always a photographer, or did you kind of transition into it from another I career? I absolutely transitioned. Um, I, I've always been a fan of photography. I've loved it from forever. And I think my main influences, I would say, the MTV generation. You know, I am the MTV generation. Watching music videos and seeing that, it, was, it always did something to me. As well as commercials, 80, like 80s, especially fragrance commercials. I don't know why. They, they were just, they were unafraid of being pretentious. And just going over okay, the top. Okay, were there any particular fragrance commercials that you um, remember being <laughs> influenced by? Um, Ego East was a great one. Um, there was a Chanel number no. five ad. I can't remember who the model was or what year it was, but it was based on Red Riding Hood. Beautiful ad. Um, there was. <laughs> um, Obsession, which is hilarious. Oh, I love that Obsession ad. Yeah. Yes, the old. Yeah, it's really. It's, yeah. And so imagine my joy getting to host, or rather judge, top model with the Obsession Girl, you know, Josie Burain. Sure, yeah. That was a lot of fun. Um, so those really influenced me. And then and I went into advertising. That was actually my career. And, and because, like I said, I love commercials. I was going to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, it was a, it was a, it was a tough one. You know, I loved mm. doing what I was doing, you know, sure. but the hours were insane and all that, which... When you love the work, it's totally okay. Mm-hmm. But when you start to feel hungry for something else, you know it's time to make a move. And I think I think you you experienced that period of our <laughs> yes, yeah, we are know we, each other. Are we allowed to say that? that yes, we, of we course. Each other from New we York? keep it real. Yeah, yes. we know each other from New York, so yeah. I know a bit about you know like when you were in advertising, you wanted to transition, and it was. And I think for most people, there is that internal struggle where you think, you know, I'm in this corporate world and everything is so structured yes. and the pay is consistent and, and you know, great. <laughs> yes, and it's great. I um, miss it. <laughs> really? I can imagine. I can imagine. But yeah. then obviously you have this burning passion to do something different and yes. it's almost like if you don't take that leap of faith, then you'll just kind of always, you know, be on the same path. Absolutely. And so you did take that leap of faith and you've left your steady job to go into photography. So how was that kind of striking out on your own? Like, mm. was there like fear when there you first did it? Absolute fear. Um, I kind of dipped my toe in, advertising, in, in photography slowly. I, I maintained the, the, the media jobs, you know, advertising and then, you know, at the New York Times. I mean, for example, um, I, I, I was in talks with the New York Times at the same time I was in talks with Tom Otto. And when the Times said, you know, tried to bring me on, it was like, well, you don't say no to the Times. What do they want to bring you on as? As the um, lead on digital marketing technology. Okay. Yes. Okay. Forget it's a long, tedious title. But <laughs> okay. um, basically helping them run their, like... Oh, wow, that's a big deal. It was. It was fun. And you don't say no to the Times. So yeah. I was like, all right, sure, I'll help them lead this. And, you know, because my time in advertising, it made sense, you know. Mm-hmm. Um... But then three weeks into it, I said, oh, guys, I'm flying out to shoot a TV show in South Africa. So, hey, 
cool, right? Are you guys okay with it? They were not, but I kind of, you know, when forced, I was like, eh, you're going to make me Jews, I'm going to choose them. Because mm. already I was mentally checked out of the whole structure, the media life yeah, in New York. Yeah. So, um, having said that, you know, after years of just, I'll do a shoot and then, you know, go back to the, the work. Yes. Yeah, it, 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 because my main market was Africa, because here I was only known as a photographer as opposed to in New York where I'm known as an ad person. Mm -hmm. Um, it's like, okay, well, people want to shoot with you. You do a big shoot with, like, maybe Bez or something. Mm. They want to shoot with you. Like, well, you have to come to New York, which was problematic. So, after a while, I, mean, I had my sister who kept telling me, you know what? At some point, you're going to have to choose. Mm. Mm. You can't really feed this thing if you're, you know, devoting your time to, you know, advertising. Because yeah. Yeah. you can't travel for it. You can't really commit. True. So, True. At some point, I had to kind of, you know, just mm. get rid of the safety net. Yeah. So I quit the times. Um, what happened, I was supposed to come back to Nigeria for my dad's 70th birthday. It was a big surprise. It was going to be fun. And so I had, um, so I was going to go for a couple of days and come back to New York and all that. And actually, I, after I, the day I bought the ticket, I was like, damn, I should have made it, I should have made it for like a two-day stay. Mm. So I changed, I called, changed, it was like, I'm going to be there for three months. Oh, wow. I went to the people at the time, like, hey, guys, I'm out. So I spent the remainder of my time there, like, three weeks transitioning my role onto two other people. Okay. And basically saying, you know, screw this. And, of course, oh, the beauty wow. of it, right after I quit, I got approached by Google, and it's like... No freaking <laughs> way. Like, Google. I was like, no. Jeez. This is, this is like, <laughs> you're trying to trap me. So do basically, yeah. So I was like, no, I can't. I, I can't even. So you turned Google down. I I couldn't even have the conversation. <laughs> so it wasn't like an official offer. It was basically like, okay, you're doing this at the Times. We'd love to have you come in and talk about doing this with Google. Okay. And I just basically, I, I can't. I just, I couldn't have the conversation. Wow. Because if I had the conversation, I'd probably want to do it. Yes. So, oh my uh, God, I'm holding my head in my hands right now. <laughs> that is so nail-biting. I don't know what I would have done. And I think, like, isn't it funny, though? I feel like at certain points in your life, like when you're just about to, like, step forward into kind of your dream, essentially, mm -hmm. is what you're about to do. You're on the precipice. Mm -hmm. And then there was, there was, like, all these, like, temptations and all these offers kind of yes. keeping you or trying to keep you in the same place, but it, you didn't fall for it. Which is right. Crazy. Absolutely. And, and, and it was absolutely tempting because there's the stability, and it's, like, great stability. It's, like, this is why, this is what you work towards you yes. know, in your career. Um, and I was someone who I loved what I did. I loved advertising. I, I was the kind of person who set myself um, milestones. By 25, I need to be at this point. Yeah. By 27, I need to be at this point. And I was hitting each one of them like a year early. So mm -hmm. I was doing. I was for, at that point. It was my dream. Mm -hmm. You know, just the same way you you know you say you don't want to be. You know, I went to photography because I, you know. Um, because I always said I didn't want to wake up at 40 hating my life and my job. Yeah. I that was how I felt about engineering, which is what I was supposed to be doing. Mm -hmm. I was like, no, I want to go into advertising because I don't want to wake up at 40 sure, hating sure, my job. Sure. And then switch that to photography. So I have no idea. I'm, I'm 31 now. I have no idea what I'll be doing when I'm 35. Okay. Yeah, I may, okay. I may actually end up in engineering. Who knows? Who knows? But you've already done so much. So, <laughs> no, that's, that's really fantastic. So, tell me more about um, Top Model mm -hmm. and how did you kind of, how did you get approached for it? How did you meet the, the makers of the series? How did the whole 
situation um, coming together. So I've known Lucci for years. I had I meet her. I met her at Fashion Week backstage like five years ago. Like, oh no, not five. Five years before somehow um, okay. at New York Fashion Week, um, and we became really good friends. Um, you know, one of my true great people in New York. I trust every birthday, mine or hers. For the most part, you know, we've, we've shared, you know, with friends and all that. Yeah, that's nice. um, but I never shot her. Okay. Never shot her. And this is, Pretty. while we had become friends, you know, I started out obviously admiring her and, and loving mm -hmm. her work and thinking she was gorgeous and watching sure. the Victoria's Secret fashion show and being like, mm -hmm. that's our girl. Wow. So even as a friend, I still wanted to shoot her. Mm -hmm. um, but it never happened. And then I did a shoot for, of all things, it was a lookbook for Washington. No, it was a lookbook and a campaign for this designer named Washington Roberts. Okay, okay, I've heard of him, yeah. Yeah, he's Nigerian, but he's based in New York. And I shot his campaign in Lookbook, and I just joined Instagram mm -hmm. while my sister's nagging insistent. Okay. Yeah, because my sister's on every social networking platform. I follow your sister on Instagram. She is. And just, she's very entertaining. She's a 16-year-old at heart. Okay. It's like, what are the kids doing? Let's do that. She's on Snapchat. She's I love on, it. It's like, I, 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 so I had to get dragged into everything. Facebook okay. I joined in 2010. Okay. You know, I'm okay. very non, I'm not about that. Okay. So she, she was like, Remy, you're a photographer. You should be on Instagram. Mm -hmm. I, I Makes sense, though. Yeah, so I'm like, all right, fine, I'll do that and just share work and not be a Kardashian. So I did, I joined Instagram. And a couple days after I joined, I posted an image um, from this shoot mm -hmm. for Washington. And Luigi like, posts the, you know, five heart eye emoji in, yeah. um, as a comment. And then calls me. I need you to shoot, uh, you know, um, a magazine cover I'm doing for New African Woman, promoting okay. Top Model. So okay, so we plan the shoot. And mm -hmm. as we're, you know, conference calling and doing stuff for um, to plan the shoot with the uh, editors in London, mm -hmm. we get off a call and she's like, I was listening to you and I realized you should be my Nigel. And that's how it all happened, basically. Really? Yeah. So it happened, like, really organically? It happened really organically, and I have Instagram to thank for it. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Wow, yes. that's a really nice story. Mm. So how was it then actually being, you know, on the set? Did you feel, like, a pressure, almost, to, like... Do you, like, it's such a huge franchise, you yeah. know what I mean? So did you kind of feel pressured to... To deliver? To deliver or to come across a certain way? Um, I... I think to a certain degree, yes, but really not, because I've always been, before I joined the show, my thing was, look, Lucci, uh, whatever we can do to make this thing a success, I am so here for it, I'm, you know, as a friend, I'm like, look, I'm, I'm, I'm here for you, yes, let's do this, it's going to be huge, then she says, come on board, I'm like, oh, okay, well, so, there was the idea of, hey, you want to make it great for your friend, there was no pressure in that, I was on set with a friend. Mm -hmm. And you know, and, and I got along great with Josie as well. We had a lot of fun, so yeah. it was very relaxed. But at the same time, I was very, I was the kind of obsessively professional. Okay. So I wouldn't interact with any of the girls off camera. Really, I didn't want to know their stories or who they were. I didn't care. Okay. So as recently as when I shot Avito, our winner in yes. in May. Amito Lagu. Yes, yeah. Amito Lagu. She's um from Uganda. So I shot her in. May or June? No, 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 I was in Lagos in May, early May. So, June or July. Anyway, I shot her and she said, you know, I actually thought you didn't, I thought you hated me. Like, no, I, I, I thought she was destined to win. 
very early on, but mm. I had to be objective and it's mm. like, if you screw up, I will still vote to have you removed, <laughs> just like yes. with anyone else. Sure. So, sure. and I felt, that, so I was, wow. that was my pressure, it was to be mm. as objective as possible while I think you have a great face and you have great potential, yeah. if you screw up, you're gone. And wow. I, I, that meant I didn't want to know anybody's Yes, yeah, so I feel like, you know, maybe if you'd known you felt kind of a bit emotionally invested, like, oh, this girl's been through a hard time, yeah. let's let her off kind of thing, but exactly. you kept that kind of poker face Absolutely. throughout. I don't care about who you are, I don't care about your passport, so Nigerians, and uh, if you're not good, you're not good. And so that's, that was for me the pressure, was to be mm -hmm. as objective as possible, because there is that other angle, the, 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 the fact that there are different countries too. Yes. So yes. you can't favor a Nigerian. True. You know, you True. can't do it. so that kind of thing. Okay, 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 I understand. And so, you know, what's been your because we're talking about Nigeria, what's been your experience of working as a photographer here in Nigeria? Because you do so many shoots. I follow you on Instagram, as you yes, know. Yes. And I you. <laughs> yes, you follow each other. Mm. And um at Tallulah Glossy. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and now at Thinker's T as well. Uh -huh. Um yeah, so you do you do a lot of work. You're highly in demand and well, so you. what yeah, you are. Yeah, Let me modest. You that. are. Yes, yes, let's say it. I wish my phone knew this. <laughs> it's the truth, though. So, how mm. do you, how do you deal with that, and what's it been like working in a Nigerian environment? Mm -hmm. um, obviously, I know you're very professional. Thank you. Yes, I, I try to be. And so, um, for that reason, it is kind of problematic. There are a few things. Um, the logistical nightmare that is Lagos traffic. Mm. means, I mean, planning a shoot is like, you know, I'm, if you see, like, because when I, when I do a shoot, I have a shoot schedule that's military precision. It's, mm -hmm. you know, between, you know, 9 a.m. and 9.15, we're doing this, between, there is, it's, it's there, and I have my production assistant going through it, so yeah. if we start to go behind schedule, we know. Okay. Very early on. Okay. So, now, having to deal with a variable that is Lagos traffic sure. is, is not great, but just means you have to plan around Lagos traffic. Mm -hmm. um, so there is that. There is, you know, some unprofessionalism that you have to deal with and kind of, you know, whip into shape. Sure, like African Plus, time. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that can be problematic. And then, um, and then you have stuff like that. You have and people who just maybe don't take the job as seriously as they should. Mm -hmm. And then on the other hand, you have amazing creatives. I mean, the yeah. people I've worked with who I swear by. It's like you know. You will be my makeup person till till the cows come home. Yeah. You know, if you're not available, then I have then I panic. You know, okay. my hair person or wardrobe stylist. Sure. I'm very um, when I'm a creature of habit. They say it's a Virgo thing. I don't believe in uh, 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 sorry uh, astrology, mm -hmm. but um, but I'm a creature of habit. So there is that. Okay. But also, if it works, I stick with it, you and I'm it loyal it. too. Okay. So I found that team of great creatives. I have my A team. I have my B team mm -hmm. um, here. So, if you asked me three years ago about Nigerian models, I'd say, well, I don't think there are that many great faces. Uh, when I jumped in, you know, last year, I found out there's some amazing faces here. Really? You know, it's just great. I've been fortunate to shoot some, and, and there are others. So, when I go to Fashion Week, I'm actually there just kind of checking out the faces and seeing. scouting as well as Absolutely. Like who I want to shoot and yeah. all that stuff. So, nice, nice, yeah. nice. I consider what's going on right now kind of a, a renaissance in, in Nigerian uh, entertainment, basically, like everything from movies, films, to music, to 
Mm. There's just so much happening right now. There is. It's kind of in its inception, and I'm really, I feel really lucky to be a part of that. Mm. Working with great, you know, especially people in the music industry, mm -hmm. you know, great people like that. It's, it's fun. Mm. It's great. Mm. You know, um, nothing makes me smile more than you know having someone you know call me. And then I see, you know, the photo that pops up on the, it's something I shot. It's something like, you shot, yeah. Yeah, it's great, you know, yeah. it's, it's fun. <laughs> nice, 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 nice. Well, good to know. So, I want to know, well, we all want to know here, I think we're seeing more about Remy the person, as well as Remy the photographer. So, okay. I would like to ask, is there any, are there any quotes that you kind of, like, you know, live by, for example? Um, two. Oh, okay, perfect. I guess, I think. <laughs> for the price of one, I like that. Um, super right, yes, indeed. I think they're kind of related. Um, so the first, I guess, the less, the less PG version, I guess, um, the less P PG quote would be, um, it's better to get pissed off than pissed on. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, I'm the sweetest guy in the world, but I do not, I will not be run over, I will not be, um, well, well, really the second quote explains the first, which is really more, it's know your worth. Yeah, yes, um, and that's really where, you know, I'd rather I, I will I'd rather get pissed off than pissed on. Mm. Now, know your worth means I will I will turn down jobs if I feel like the, the work isn't being valued or or the person isn't necessarily it doesn't have the right energy that I. Not to sound all hippy dippy and new age, no, but if, if but if you're kind of an awful person, I don't want to work with you. <laughs> you know. Yeah. That makes sense, though. Yes. So um, for me, that's part of the know your worth. I think um, I try to do the best work possible for any client, any client mm -hmm. I work with. So for that reason, you know, you should probably value what I bring to the table. For, for anyone who you know really does, yeah. for anyone who brings their best to what they do, they should know their worth and really value what they do mm. and not be, I guess, taken for granted. Yeah, no, that makes sense, actually. Because mm. I feel like a lot of times people don't, they don't even realize when they're being taken for granted until like at the end and they're like, wait a minute, I kind of feel like I wasn't appreciated as much as I could have been in that situation, but then it's like it's too over. late almost. Yeah. So it's good that you kind of, you know, like your kind of mantra is to kind of just always keep them in the front of your mind, like yeah. what you're worth and kind of shy away from any situation. I mean, I learned that early in my career because I was an app, my, my first ad agency, um, I, I took the gig because it had, I had a couple offers and this was the lowest paying, but it was the best client list, was, you know, right where you want to be as your first job in advertising. So I took it and it's like, okay, fine, it's not paying a lot. And then it's, oh, now I've, you don't know what I, what I can bring to the table. Mm. And after, and I don't know what I can bring to the table. I mm. think I know, but I don't know, mm. you know. Um, so now after working with you for a year, we, we both know what Remy can do. Yes. Now is the time that we can right this wrong as far as my uh, income goes. Income, yes. And so I gave them that opportunity and uh, what they came back with was questionable because I was the guy on the visa. They were sponsoring my visa so they thought oh, they had I me see. by the balls. Okay. I was like, all right, well, peace the, you know, peace the hell out. And, and I moved on and, and from then on I back. And so I, what I moved on to was exactly what I should have been making. It was really? a huge jump and it was, from then on I said, never again will I be devalued. I would rather, I'd rather sit home and eat, you know, end of it. Mm. I'm not, but am I going to do a job just for 
because some money is better than no money. Yeah. Because you're not just paying for the photos, you're paying for the person's time, for their creativity, for their effort. Yeah. I'd rather sit home. Wow. I have beautiful dogs. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'll hang out. You know, <laughs> it's it's fun. So. So that's that's really the approach. Yeah. yeah, that's a really powerful lesson. Really? I'm like really, really impacted by that. <laughs> no, I am because I feel like sometimes you know, you know, we talked about fear earlier. I think there's that fear of like, oh, I mean, I'm just putting myself in your situation, the one you just described, and I think. Yeah, I would have left eventually, but there would have been like a lot of like in my mind, a lot of back and forth. Oh my god! Okay, will I get something better? Should uh, I just wait it out? Oh maybe no. they'll see my value later. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Oh like, no, 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 no! But I, I, I never let go of one vine without grabbing the next. The next. That yeah. the only I only did that after okay. when I was switching to, to photography. No, yeah. once they told me that, I didn't quit on the spot. No, actually, okay. they offered me this thing, and they said they it was the most insulting things like you know when you launch I think we were doing projects for Seagram's gin and beef eater and, and all that it's like if you um, if you launch these successfully these online campaigns then you'll get you know a five thousand dollar bump if you do the next one another five thousand after taxes that's like garbage each week yeah that's insulting like, yeah. let's let's fix the problem you obviously don't value me so what I did was I said okay a I will make sure I launch this I'm gonna leave the team in a lurch I have mm. people you know, I'm so I started also training my replacement basically. Okay, okay. Which she didn't know. Ish. Um, meanwhile, I was looking for my next gig. It was very much like leaving a marriage in secret. Yeah. You're slowly packing things. Yes, I, I, I get what you mean. <laughs> Running to interviews like after work and all that. I was, love that stealth that you yes. were in stealth mode, but you had a plan. Absolutely. So I never, throughout my career in advertising, I never let go of one vine without grasping the net. Mm. Um, so no, it wasn't that brave. No, no. It was, it was about... No, it was brave, but it was like James Bond brave. You know what I mean? It was average brave. You went above and beyond. Uh-huh. You had a plan. Yes. You executed it stealthily. Mm-hmm. And then when you knew you had your next gig or offer, yes. you then moved. And it was you, it was done with dignity, I think, because you, you trained up your replacement. So yes, I, think I, I tried. So I actually delayed my, my transition to the next gig, actually, because I wanted to make sure... Seagrams, it was Seagrams. The Seagrams project launched um, successfully mm. so I, because I didn't want to leave them in a lurch. Mm. They're good people, they're good. I'm still friends with a lot of them now. Um, but I, you know, they're a company, they thought they would save money back. Mm. And I wasn't about to. Mm-hmm. I understand. Okay. Awesome. So I want to talk about it. I don't know if you know this, but I'm like an Oprah junkie. I think most of my friends know. So. <laughs> um, so I want to ask, she does this thing every, well, a lot. She has a book. Um, it's called What's One Thing You Know For Sure? Mm-hmm. Where she you know, asks people, what's the one thing they know for sure? So mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you, what's the one thing you know for sure? The one thing I know for sure is... It can be anything. I feel, well, I mean... I was going to say, like, gin is the greatest thing ever, but but I don't even know that for sure. I think, you know, one thing I've decided I know for sure is, and this is thoroughly tangential to what we're discussing, but no, but the, the dogs are what men were meant to be. Dogs are what humans were meant to be, I think, um, because there is that lack of, there's, a, there's how do I put it? We fake everything. People fake. Um, their lives on Instagram, they fake orgasms, they fake relationships, they fake emotions. When a dog, when you walk by a dog, he wags his tail, it's thoroughly involuntary. Yeah. 
There is no deception with, with dogs. I can't speak for other animals, I don't know. But there is no deception. So I try to, as much as one can, think about that as what I want to be. Just, mm. If I don't like you, you'll know I don't like you. Sure. If I love you, I'm going to let you know. I'm, you know, there is that, there's a beauty in just you, what you see is what you get mm. with an animal, mm. with a young child. Mm-hmm. Uh, they may lie about breaking a vase, but for the most part, they still, you know, they haven't quite learned yeah. to fake their emotions yeah. with people, and that's yeah. that's really great. You know, I, wow. that's what I look at, look for. Yeah, wow, that's very pure. <laughs> very, very pure. I I'm s- described as many things, seldom pure. Well, Thank today you. you have been, so you. Thank you. You are welcome. You are welcome. So, last but not least, I know a lot of people listening to this podcast are going to be, you know, massive fans of yours, and many will want to venture into photography. Mm-hmm. So, what advice would you give someone who is, you know, a budding photographer who does it maybe casually as a hobby, but wants to transition into photography as a full-time um, career? What kind of advice would you give? I haven't figured that out yet. Really? <laughs> you're haven't. doing it though. You're a working photographer. I am, but I, I haven't figured out the rules. When I said earlier, know your worth, I think one of the key steps to that is to learn your worth. Um, you can't jump in and then automatically be, you know, you think you're, you're, you're the next Herbritz and you can charge that way and you can be, you know, just you can kind of write your own ticket. You kind of have to pay your dues. Um, even as a top model, I have to pay my dues in this market because it's like, yeah, okay, you want a TV show. What can you do? And I was able, I had to learn that, and I tried to learn that. I was working with someone, um, actually a couple weeks ago, um, kind of doing some post-processing on, on photos. Now, because it was a huge project, you know, it's had in bulk, I was like, I sent it out. The first people I was working with, I wasn't a fan of. I went to the next uh, group. They charged this guy in, in, in London. They, he charges, he said, oh, I charge $20 a photo. Mm-hmm. I said, well, okay, for this project, that may not work. Let's, let's do $4 a photo. Because my previous guys in India were doing that. Okay, so, yeah. so he says, okay, let's do $4 a photo. And his work was terrible. Really? And I was like, imagine if... Paid. If I paid you twenty dollars, you do realize yeah. I would have strangled every last bit of quality out yes. of you. Yes. So that's the thing. If you are a four dollars a photo guy, don't charge twenty mm. because the clients will expect that degree of work, and yes. if they don't get it, you are in trouble. You're in trouble, and you won't get any more work from them in the future. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So no, learn your worth, and then then you can decide. You know, I I, I know what I'm, but no, don't. Don't play that game because it's not. It's going to shoot you in the face. Mm. You know. For example, I don't. I don't do events. Um, okay. People have asked me a lot, a lot, like, why don't you do weddings or stuff? You know, it's a lot of money in that, and you know, it's a great business. I don't because I'm. I'm a planner. I'm an obsessive, meticulous planner. Again, they say it's a Virgo thing. I don't know. <laughs> I, I. I. I was in advertising. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm a producer of things. I make. So that's my understanding. Anyway, so I. I believe in creating moments. Through meticulous planning, we can make a moment happen. Events, uh, event photographers have to capture moments. Yes, yes, yes. I don't feel comfortable taking someone's money and guaranteeing them I'm going to capture the moments at their event. Mm. That's why I don't do events. Okay. I have no, because for me, it's like by taking your money, I've entered into a contract that says I will do this. Yes. I don't know if I can. I don't if think can. I can. Yes, yes. So it's, it's kind of 
know what your strengths are, you know, know what you're good at, and, and that'll kind of help shape what you do. Yeah, no, I like what you said, because I mean, I think um, a lot of what you said is kind of about remaining true to your core passions mm -hmm. and values, and I think a lot of the time people just think, oh, there's money, okay, let me just jump and make that quick money, or let me just, do you know what I mean? Yeah. But I feel like that, in a way, can devalue your brand, because if you... Yeah are promising something and then you can't live up to it, then mm -hmm. people won't really trust you with other work. It's like, oh, I saw that wedding, it wasn't so great in yeah. the shot, so maybe I don't know if you can do my work. But if you stick to what you know that you're best at, then you yeah. can kind of keep growing and evolving in that area. So Absolutely. I think that's, yeah, that's very interesting. Because most people would just, would, would have taken <laughs> the wedding photography work, thank you very much, send this is, yeah. these are my account details, you know, yes. that kind of thing. So, um, I like, I like that point a lot. Well, Remy, thank you so much for talking to us on Think Christy. I've learned a lot from you about the photography industry uh, and also about remaining true to yourself <laughs> and your core values, which, you know, I'm going to implement in my own life. So, uh, amazing to have you. Nice thanks. to see you as always. You look so handsome today and you're so tall. I wish people could, like, <laughs> could see you. Thank you. As, as always, you look fantastic. Thank you. Yes, thank I'm, you. I'm really digging you in this light, too. Really? Yeah, I know. We're here in this kind of, like, like a red and orange light. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. a little blue. That that blue is kind of and a there's great a blue highlight shadow on kind of absolutely. casting. Yeah. We'll take a photo and then we'll put it on Instagram <laughs> so people can see what we're talking about. Yes, yes, absolutely. Awesome, thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. Awesome, thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. Awesome, thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. Awesome, thank you. Thank you.